I'm Lucy Barkas, and this is the Leader X Podcast. Hey there, it's Lucy, back for another Reflections piece. And I wanted to talk to Asia and Jane about using food and gifts to help your people, your teams, to stay connected and feel like they matter to you. Because so many leaders were saying to me during the the final lockdown, hopefully the final lockdown, about how disconnected everybody was, how everyone seemed to have lost their mojo and how they could bring people back together. Now, as you heard in the, the podcast, that small tokens and small gestures can make such a big difference. I had uh, a second lockdown birthday and I can't tell you how much those birthday messages on Facebook and LinkedIn made. You know, those were from deep connections, but others that from people that I don't really know, they really mattered. And the cakes, the cards, the gifts, the flowers that I received all lifted my spirits and especially the more unexpected ones or the ones that showed that people really knew me. They knew what I wanted and what mattered to me. I felt that I was in others' thoughts, that others cared, that that I belonged. So whether you have a team all together in one place every day or work remotely or a bit of both, um, or you just run short projects as, or even as a contractor, we all need to feel like we belong. It's central psychology. Um, you know, it's one of our core needs. And when we feel like we belong, we work harder, we care more, we become more loyal because we really don't want to break those bonds, those connections. We don't want to let people down because we all know what it feels like to be rejected. It feels painful. So as a leader, what can you do to create a sense of belonging and connection? Well, I'm going to give you some tips. So number one, I want you to keep values right in the front and at the center at all times. Now, whenever I work with a team, I always start with values um, because it creates a sense of unity. As a leader, you need to really embody those values of the organization. You've got to you know, really believe in them. Um, and if you're the founder, then that's easy because you founded the company based on these values. But you need to really bring them to life. For example, uh, if fun was a value for you, how are you bringing more fun into the workplace? What does it look like? How would you know if people aren't having fun? And having fun doesn't mean playing games and um, being silly all the time. Um, you know, getting results is fun. Having engaging conversations is fun. Meetings can be fun. If you uh, have respect as your core value, how does this show up in your recruitment, your onboarding, in your communication, during meetings? How do you respect one another during conflict or performance reviews? How do you behave if someone isn't being respectful? I mean, these are all really big questions, um, but when people understand the, the, the central values, they remember them, they practice them every day, it really helps to connect people. Um, it's like they are the foundation that the team is built upon. It creates safety and a moral compass. And when everyone's acting in, in that value-driven way, it creates that sense of belonging, like I fit in here, I get it, I know how to fit in. So it gives something, you know, for people to align to and to align with. So number two, I want you to start thinking about how you can create a sense of belonging for all. Um, now, this sense of belonging is vital. It's a very basic human need. 
And we all know how it does feel to be an outsider, like you don't fit in. It's, it's horrible. It's uncomfortable. It, it demotivates. Um, you know, when you feel like you belong, though, you feel safe. You feel like you can show up as yourself. You can drop the masks and you can just, yeah, be true. So how do you create that sense of belonging in your organizations, um, whether that's in the workplace or remotely? Think about how you can create an environment where people feel included. They feel welcomed. They feel comfortable. I remember bringing in some rituals and traditions like any family does um, into my uh, workplace. We celebrated people's birthdays. Um, you know, somebody would send a card that we'd all uh, write a note in and we, we'd stop and we'd just, you know, do, do the birthday celebration and, and brought them a cake. Um, we celebrated special events like births and marriages, promotions in any of those special situations. And, and we praised people. We had monthly so social connection events. You know, so when people come together to celebrate as well as doing work, you create these richer bonds and a sense of belonging. So regularly sharing personal stories, you know, getting to know one another on a personal level, asking questions about people's interests. You know, what are they doing this summer? What's the names of the kids? Uh, and you've got to remember it. Bring it up in conversation. Make people feel like they're valued, that you care. Um, we don't want people to feel like a payroll number. Um, we want people to feel loved and cared for. So that leads on to number three, make memories. Um, we, we build relationships through moments, through memories. Um, you know, each one of those significant moments etches in our brains that we trust these people, we feel valued. So each time you have somebody's back in a meeting or you remember their birthday, um, that team building event where you went zip wiring or whatever it was, um, you're creating these new experiences that are forged in their memories. And yeah, it, it creates bonds, um, put people into different situations so that they can learn together, celebrate successes, um, you know, do those retirement speeches and those exit plans. So just think about right now, how can you find more opportunities to create memories together um, that's outside of the normal humdrum of work tasks? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. So don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It all helps and catch up on previous episodes. And coming up in future episodes, we hear Mary Williams talk about creating balance in leadership. And also Rob Brady talks about taking care of your mental health. Number four is really important. And I hope you're doing this already, but I want you to just share information. And that could be some personal information. It could be success stories. But I can't tell you how many leaders I meet that try and hide bad news from their people for fear, I know, that it'll scare them, that it will create instability or drama, or people might decide to jump ship. But actually, I find the opposite happens. Sharing information, the good and the bad, strategic and tactical, actually helps people to feel connected. They feel a sense of control. There's like a rally cry where together we can fix this, together we're all in the trenches together and we can get out of this. And that includes giving feedback. It includes social sharing, um, open dialogue about changes, 
um, even just sharing ideas, uh, solutions together. And that's at all levels, not just within teams, but try and create, so, you know, social groups or forums where people could come together and just be. So when people really help to create solutions and they understand the problems, they're part of the process, they're more likely to feel emotionally invested in making the solution work. So a rally cry isn't a bad thing. It's really quite empowering and inspiring. So when you do gather people together, number five, I want you to think of them as gatherings rather than meetings. And I want you to think of teams more as communities. So what do you think of when I say the word community? For me, it brings inclusion and care and shared values. Yes, there are differences, but there's alignment. Um, there's respect and dare I say it, love. Communities come together to make the world, their environment, the place where they live or work a better place. They're invested in it. They, they take ownership. And meetings literally are just gatherings of people, but they're, they're gatherings with a purpose. Uh, a group of people coming together with an outcome in mind. So as the leader, you set that intention. You, you explain what the purpose is. Um, it may be to share something, to decide something, do something, deliver or, or just learn together. But think of it as a gathering. It feels less stuffy. It feels more human. Um, it feels more community based, more connected and welcoming. So think about how you can create a more gathering or community mindset when you bring your people together. Uh, the next one is give everyone a voice. Now, everyone in the community has a voice, whether it's in a global community where um, we, we get to pitch in, whether it's on social media or within our local area where we can vote. Um, everyone has a voice. So in your organization, do you really listen to what your people are saying? Do you actually ask them questions? Have they got the skills that can really help improve the service, the team, the community? So please set the expectation that everybody is welcome to contribute, that it's almost expected, um, that you want them to contribute and stay connected. Set the intention from the you know day one and start asking the questions. Now, remote teams might you know, be included via uh, online polls or webinars. Um, you can use surveys, focus groups. You can gather feedback, insights. Um, you know, there are so many ways that it doesn't matter whether you're working remotely in a hybrid environment. Um, but yeah, make sure that you give the opportunity to ask questions and then a forum or a format so people can really share and use their voice. We also need authentic, passionate leaders to be able to create this sense of connection and belonging. So make sure the people that you put in leadership positions are skilled in creating connection and belonging. They get it, they buy into it, they understand it. Those that lead with ego or fear or exclusion will only harm your organization. So instead hire people based on their ability to align, um, to build great teams and, and role model your values. And you know what? Yeah, for some people that they don't know how to do it. Um, so continually develop and coach and invest in them. They have a huge impact on the lives of your people. So make sure you support them so that they can do the connecting for you to create that belonging. And back to gifting. 
we talked about cream teas and hampers, but, you know, I want, once worked with a team who really wanted to be more generous, to show their people that they mattered, to reward them in, in a really deeply personal way. Yet they weren't trusted to have the budget. They weren't trusted to make those decisions. You know, um, if they wanted to reward, everybody got the same amount. Everybody got given a white envelope. Um, the senior leadership didn't trust them to make good decisions and wanted to control all of the activities. Yes, it was a fear-based organization. And yes, it was filled with micromanaging controlling directors. But the leaders who were responsible for inspiring their teams every day and creating the connection were really stifled. They did what they uh, could by, you know, giving their time or verbal praise or maybe having those great conversations. But what they really wanted was, you know, just a small bit of empowerment, a small bit of budget to be able to do more and make it personal. So if the budget and the approval for gifts and praise is held within HR or some person at the top of the tree, you're already putting barriers in the way of alignment and bonding. Give each leader a budget. Give them approval to create incentives, gifts, rewards or, or team building activities um, that can really help their people to feel aligned. And then, of course, send them a cream tea, a hamper or a nice little gift to show them that you care. Now, Leader X really values relationships. So this stuff isn't going to be hard for you. But as Leader X, you need to, you know, really build those relationships, that engagement and belonging, role model it and, and make it a daily practice. You need to be conscious about, you know, putting relationships at the top of your priority list. Now, in the book Leader X, there's a whole section on this in chapter two, but you know, hopefully I've given you some food for thought. Yes, the pun was intended. Um, but until then, take care of each other.